At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome in to My Guys in the Desert. Daniel Alvar here at the VEASAN studio inside the South Point Sportsbook. In for Matt Humans, who will be subbing in for Follow the Money all week long. On the desk with me also today, of course, it's Monday. We have Vinny Mayulo here and joining us, a very special treat. We have Jeff Parles as well. Let's dive right into our starting five. So over the weekend, the Bucks beat the Heat to advance in the NBA playoffs. Next up, they face the winner of Celtics Nets. That series will go at least to five games after Boston came away with a home win in game three. The Nets are favored, obviously, to win this series. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you think the Celtics could stretch the game to six games, you could bet the series correct score of the Nets to win four to two at six to one. That's on DraftKings. Or if you think the Celtics could win in seven games, you could also bet the 60 to one. Or you can also just send like me or Jeff a check because it might as well be giving your money away. so if we assume the Nets are moving on and they'll be facing the Bucks, how do you approach handicapping this game, Vinny? What would you be looking at with this Bucks-Nets matchup? Well, given the, uh, the fact that uh, there's a little bit of exposure with the Nets and the Nets are playing, they're, they've become a public team this year. And uh, they're now actually the, uh, the favorites after the Laker loss. You have to remember wow. this. The Nets are the favorites at 2-1 to one to win the NBA title, at least in the future book. So the Nets are going to be favored against the Bucks, and uh, even though the Bucks swept, whether it goes five or six games with the Nets, uh, they're going to they're going to be the favorite here. I'd uh, probably start about the eight to five uh, in, wow. in the series price, uh, and because the public is going to be is going to be on the Nets, and I think that more seasoned betters. Jeff will probably be looking towards uh, uh, some value with the uh, with the Bucks. You, you made me go uh, fraction to uh, to uh, re- the regular uh, line minus. The, yeah, it, 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 it took it took it's me a, dice a second. The dealer in oh, me that oh, comes oh, out oh, every I, now I, and then. I got I got it. It just took me. <laughs> it, it took my brain about five uh, minutes to figure that one out. But but 
I'm I'm surprised that actually because I've heard a whole bunch of different numbers yeah. on this Nets Buck series. I've heard people saying, "Oh, it should be minus one twenty five on Brooklyn," which I think is way too short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I've heard as high as, "Oh, Brooklyn's going to be two dollars," which I've that, heard that that's, as well. That seems a little steep. I th- I like your number better than uh than every other number I've seen so far I've, or heard, Vinny. I've heard uh, you know I've I've heard a dollar forty, so mm-hmm. seven to five, or to, all the way to two to one. I think two to one is too high, but uh, so my number, I don't know, fifty sixty, I think is a fair price for a good series price. Vinny always has the best number. He's, well, a, he's a crowd pleaser, you know. <laughs> we do have some game fours going on tonight. Two of them, 76ers at Wizards. Sixers a nine-point favorite. This total pretty high, sitting at 230 here. That game starts at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 Eastern. The Sixers looking to complete a sweep of their own. In game three, they hit 59% from the field, including 52% from beyond the arc. Russell Westbrook still listed as questionable for the Wizards, of course, from his ankle. Sixers do lead this series, no surprise, 3-0, to zero, as I mentioned. Which side do you like more for this game tonight? So this is one of those where are the Wizards going to make an effort tonight? Yeah. And in game three, they did not make an effort at all. So uh, I would be leaning towards laying the nine with Philadelphia. The, wow. only, the only question is it's it's a closeout game. Are you really going to win a, win by double digits? But we could it could very easily be what we saw in Miami on Saturday where Miami played well for a half was actually a halftime favorite for the game. I think they were laying three and a half at half. Right. And then Milwaukee blitzed them in the entire second half. So I would be looking at it. If Washington comes out strong, definitely bet Philly in the second half, get right. a discounted number. And I would imagine the Sixers will roll them in the second half if the game is tight at halftime. I think you'll want to wait to make sure about Westbrook, though, mm-hmm. Jeff. I mean, this game did open seven and a half in between money and the adjustment with him being questionable, at least not 100%. So now it's up to nine. So uh, you probably want to get a better read, if you're, especially if you're looking right. for the uh, free either side actually uh but now uh sixers up to nine and 230 as danielle mentioned right philly to win that series four to nothing at minus 375 on DraftKings right now philly to win in five at plus 350 so if you think they can stretch it one more game those wizards also going on tonight we have jazz they are five and a half point favorites at the grizzlies 6 30 p.m pacific 9 30 eastern utah's backcourt can we talk about them mike conley and donovan mm-hmm. mitchell combined for 56 points on 17 for 39 shooting utah's offense has been pretty unstoppable ranking second in offensive rating and true shooting percentage but the jazz of course lead the series two to one which side do you like for this game this one's a little more difficult because Utah U- Utah had that huge run at the end of the game in the fourth yeah. quarter to cover huge. all numbers after Memphis finally took the lead in that game. I would lean towards the Jazz. That would be mm. the way I played. I just don't think Memphis can defend them well enough, Vinny. Yeah, I think, uh, and I think some folks are surprised that, uh, that this one is not 3-0 uh, either, but mm-hmm. credit mm-hmm. The, the Grizzlies for, for their victory. Uh, holding steady at 5.5, and, a half, and the, the total on this one, 225.5, which is also up. A couple of points. I think the Grizzlies effort has been one of the most fun to watch so far. Stick with us. More coming up right here on My Guys in the Desert. Welcome in to My Guys in the Desert. Daniel Alvari here at the VSIN studio. In for Matt Eumanns. You can find him on Follow the Money in the Mornings all week long. I'll be here holding down the fort today with Vinny Maiulo and Jeff Parles. Now, we did talk about this a little bit at the top of the show. The Nets, right? This trio of unstoppable superstars, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving of the Nets, right? 
first pair of teammates in NBA history to each score 35 or more points Oof. while going 10 for 10 or better from the free throw line in the same game. What have you thought about this series so far? So it's uh, it, that offense, a blowtorch, Vinny. Yeah. They, they're, they're a blowtorch. <laughs> uh, and, and when they get hot, and this is what's so difficult and, and – Vinny, I would imagine it's difficult in making ones for prop numbers or even just making lines even because mm-hmm. you don't know which of the two two superstars of the three is going to go off because it's usually two of them. One mm-hmm. of them is going to have an off game like we saw in game three with Kyrie. Uh, really, everyone was awesome yesterday, so it didn't really matter. But and Then you get a Joe Harris game here yeah. and there. Well, the, <laughs> if Joe Harris is coming out like he did in game two and hitting four threes in the first four minutes, you might as well pack it up. You're not winning that night. Yeah, so, who saw that one? Look, look this is a this is a blowtorch of an offense. And, Vinny, like you said earlier, you guys finally made him the favorite to win the yeah. NBA title. Well, I think when you look at what's happened with the Lakers right now, Lakers are mm-hmm. going to be extended no matter what happens. You've got Anthony Davis with the, that injury now is going to is going to be uh, is going to have an impact. And what we've seen out of the Nets now is to two to one favorites uh, in terms of the future book. You might be able to get five to two uh, out there, but uh, I mean they've they've become a public team this year. They've been backed uh, during the playoffs so far as well. In fact, they're twelve point favorites, even though they they took we made them twelve and a half. They took twelve uh, twelve and a half. Uh, Kemba Walker missed Sunday. He's he's probably you know he's questionable for this game as well. It's all about the Nets here now. Moving forward after this series, and they're going to get through the Celtics. They're going to have a much more difficult time. I mean, let's let's remember this. Milwaukee, even though the Nets will be favored mm-hmm. uh, in that series against the Bucks, uh, Milwaukee's a better team than they were a year ago. So let's you know as the, as the playoffs progress, it's not going to be you know this the, this hands down. That said. Uh, the Nets are going to be favored. They'll have a much tougher time. Uh, but uh, whether or not they're going to cover this uh, 12 tomorrow is uh, remains to be seen. They're just a scary team, right, to have yeah. to face right now. They take a 3-1 to one series lead. Uh, and per Elias Sports, the Nets' big three is averaging 85.8 points per game this series, on pace to be the most by a trio in playoff series in NBA history. So just three superstars all working together. That said, which team do you think is going to present the biggest challenge to the Nets in the East? Is it going to be the Bucks, Or if they pass that, would it be the 76ers? It's tough because... I agree with what Vinny just said. The yeah. Bucks are significantly better now than they were a year mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. The addition of Drew Holiday really at least gives them a defensive stopper. Uh, but they're going to be without Dante DiVincenzo. Who, yeah. Look, look, he's he's a role player, even though he's a starter. But he's a really good defender and was a guy who could at least slow down either Kyrie or James Harden, whoever Drew Holiday is in guarding. Mm-hmm. And they don't have that anymore. I'm not saying Brooklyn's trio is going to score 86 a game against Milwaukee. <laughs> but, look, they're all explosive enough. It's not impossible. Possible for the for all three of them to average close to 27 a game, uh, like they are in this Boston series. So I actually think it's Philly, because I'm not sure Brooklyn has a person that can guard Joel Embiid. Uh, they have Nick Claxton. They could throw Jeff Green mm-hmm. on him if they want to go small, uh, but they don't really have anyone that can guard Embiid. And look, Embiid's probably going to aver- have to average close to 35 a game in order for Philly to have a real chance. But he's more than capable of doing that. Yeah. I think that uh, the the DiVincenzo injury also impacts the rotation yes. too, as well. So, from a defensive standpoint and a rotation standpoint, that's impactful. But I still think the Bucks are better uh, with the adjustments they made and the acquisitions they made in the off season, especially when they got bounced a year ago uh, by the Heat. But as far as giving them a, a, a more of a battle. Uh, and maybe I think maybe the Sixers, if the Sixers are healthy, maybe a little bit more. But uh, this this next series with uh, with the Nets and the Bucks is going to be a fun series to watch. 
Uh, it also depends on how Philly comes out of the, well, it looks like it's going to be probably the Hawks. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. I'm not so sure the Knicks can, can hang with the Hawks. They just, the Hawks are deeper. Uh, so and that, that'll that be a fun series as well, too. Let's not ignore that series. A Hawks 76ers <laughs> uh, playoff series is going to be is going to be a, a lot of fun to watch. It's certainly going to be a lot of fun to book. Can you give me the uh, five-game exact on that, Philly and five right now, Vinny? I'll take that right now on Philly you. Philly and five over, yeah, over? Over Atlanta. I'll take that right now on you. you wow, no faith yeah. in the Hawks. Oh, yeah. nothing, nothing at all. No, I, that, that's Atlanta wins game three, and that's that. <laughs> Okay. Call my shot right now before the matchup's even said. Watch right. the Knicks come back and win that series now. Yeah. <laughs> they got to get there, right? Yeah. Well, in terms of the Bucks and Nets, we'll see how big of an impact it is to be missing Vincenzo for the Bucks. I think we all at this table understand how valuable it is to have a good, solid Italian on your team. So we'll see <laughs> Thank you. Uh, how that goes. Vinny, I'll try, to live, I'll try teams, to live up to it. <laughs> when we saw these teams, the Nets and the Sixers, play in the regular season, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't really get to see a full roster ever from these teams. How much does that impact it? And how much are you considering the regular season when you make these lines? Yeah, it's a good question. And I, I, I don't, you don't want to ignore the regular season. Let's remember yeah. this: the Knicks mm-hmm. were three and zero against the Hawks this right. year. But who was playing? Who was out? You know, who who had uh, who? What was who? Where was load management taking place and everything yeah. like that? So, in in terms of if you're going to look at the regular season, just look at it to make sure that the who was playing in those games, just because everybody, as long as they're healthy, mm-hmm. is going to be playing in the postseason. So if you're reviewing the regular season, review the box scores in terms of minutes and everything, and certainly starting with who did play, who mm-hmm. did not play, and look at the, uh, how the games played out. So the box Definitely. scores will tell you an awful lot. For uh, the Nets and the Bucks, because uh, the Nets-Sixers games, irrelevant to me. Those those <laughs> games because because there were injuries on both sides both of sides. both yeah. games. So I mean, it just, you can't it just, take them into account. Yeah, I I, I, I don't Durant. I won't even look at that. If that's yeah. the Eastern Conference Finals, the Nets and the Bucks, and I understand the Nets were not fully healthy in those last two games in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. but the Bucks played as good of defense as they possibly could have in those two games where they beat the Nets back to back there at Fiserv uh, about with three weeks to go in the regular season. Mm-hmm. But that kind of brings it back to all right, how much does Divincenzo being out hurt them? Because right. you're going to be at the, like mm-hmm. you said before. Vin, P.J. Tucker may have to play more minutes. You may see uh, some other – you may – Bryn Forbes might have to start, who we know he can't really defend. So it's a really tough ask to uh, even – again, I think those games make an impact on how he'll handicap it, but still it's not the same Bucs and it's not the same Nets that we saw in those two games in Milwaukee in April. Absolutely. And to Vinny's point, having to pay attention to how teams function with certain players and versus not. I mean, mm-hmm. when Donovan Mitchell got hurt, we were like, wow, sure. Jokic does not do well without him on the floor. And then lo and behold, here comes his MVP uh, play from him. Speaking of the Jazz, obviously going on tonight, game four, or excuse me, uh, yeah, game four. Yep. Jazz are five and a half yep. point. I'm like, geez, we have playoff games every day. Jazz are five and a half point favorites at the Grizzlies. Total sitting around 225 and a half. I know, Jeff, you already said that you like the Jazz in this game, mm-hmm. but make a case for the Grizzlies. Why could the Grizzlies cover tonight? Oh, man. Desperation. Okay. I mean, that, look, that's when you're down 2 1 and you, this is, if you lose this game, you're going back to a raucous crowd in Salt Lake City. You're going to, what, be a double digit dog in that mm-hmm. game in game five. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's lights out if you lose this game. You at least give yourself a chance to at least shift the pressure a little bit to Utah, yep. where, all right, I would still imagine the Jazz would be a, a, a huge favorite uh, in a 2 2 series, but at least you're shifting the pressure to a team that's never been the hunted before in the postseason like Utah is as a number one seed. That would be the case for the Grizzlies. And, and also, 
John Moran's pretty darn good at this basketball thing, Danielle. Yeah, who knew? Who knew? <laughs> he could go off tonight and carry this team to a, to a victory. I think what f- folks are waiting for, I think, again, uh, the betters here, general public, is, is really going to be, I think, on the favorite here. Uh, if you're looking for the Grizzlies, you may want to wait a little bit to mm-hmm. closer to tip off because you may get six on this game as well. I was well, going so. to ask you where you're seeing most yeah. of the action because I know mm-hmm. that I would assume the Jazz is a team that gets more money for you in general over the Grizzlies. Yeah, this uh, this we've seen so far that uh, the Jazz are back more. Again, uh, more seasoned betters, professional betters are going to look to get the best price, and they're certainly going to wait. The fact that they've not grabbed the five and a half yet tells you that they're waiting to see if they can get six. That's all. It's interesting, too, because it's backwards from what we saw in game three, the betting patterns, because it was five mm-hmm. and a half uh, at some spots bet down to five. Down to five. I, I would, yeah. Vinny, I would just guess that's because we well, just result, saw what happened the, in game the three. The result tells yeah, you that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. That's why it's, uh, they haven't just jumped all over to five and a half just yet. The other game going on tonight, of course, the 76ers and the Wizards. The Sixers a nine-point favorite, total sitting around 230. High total here. 76ers lead the series 3-0, to zero, as Jeff mentioned. Is this going to be a game where the Wizards show up, or is it not? Because that affects every bet on this board, right? The total, the spread. Mm-hmm, yeah. So what are you thinking is going to happen in this game? How's it going to play out? So Vinny brought it up before. Check the status of Westbrook before yeah. you make any bets. Yeah. Even though, for me, I don't know how much that really matters because mm-hmm. he's going to be compromised even if he can go. Yeah, right. It's not 100%. A- yeah. And that effort the Wizards gave in game three was horrendous. Mm-hmm. And it looked like a team that had decided, well, we got to the playoffs. We accomplished the goal of making the playoffs. We pushed Philly in game one. And, mm-hmm. well, we don't have enough horses to really compete with the Sixer team. So this could very easily be a 20-point wipeout uh, uh, in favor of Philadelphia. But it could also be like we saw in Miami in game four where the mm-hmm. Heat played well for half, led at halftime, and then the Bucs blitzed them in the second half. So this may be one of those, as always, uh, like uh, our guy Gil Alexander, Vinny, uh, <laughs> always uh, – Always look at in-game opportunities uh, like you do on primetime action, Danielle. And and this may be, because you'll be on the air during this one for primetime action. This may be one of those that you, uh, Matt and Adam, are all over tonight. Yeah, perhaps not me. My NBA betting is (laughs) truly horrendous, especially the live betting. So I'm a really good person to fade, though, in the NBA, just so you know. (laughs) Stick with her in the WNBA, though. That's where where she's dangerous. That is saving me right now. Um, This game here, if if you're looking, you know, it's difficult to, to, to bet the Sixers at this point point considering that they opened mm-hmm. uh, seven and a half so now now up to nine again waiting for the uh, official announcement on Westbrook I personally think that you're going to see Westbrook tonight but is he going to be 100 percent obviously not mm-hmm. uh, with the uh, with the ankle sprain mm-hmm. um, Wizards look they came down the stretch and they were a money-making machine they were winning games but they were covering even more games uh, but this is a difficult matchup here, too, because, again, uh, the Sixers are healthy. They're playing good. They're in complete control. So what they did the other night, 29 points. Uh, so th- th- this is a game here. I hate to say it. it you know, The Sixers, eh, will they take their foot off the gas pedal? It's almost as though it's up to them as to whether or not they're going to, you know, really press it. Now, if you're the Sixers, hey, let's get let's get out of here. Let's finish. hundred percent. You know, now, whether or not they, uh, they cover this number, which is up. Uh, I don't know if it'll go higher, but uh, it's 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 difficult right now uh, to to lay nine when this game opens seven and a half. If you're looking at it too, maybe it's a pass and wait for the end game, as Jeff mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned the Hawks having to face the Sixers mm-hmm. next. We can take a look at that series price for the Hawks and Knicks right now. Hawks obviously minus fourteen thirty because they lead the series three to one. The Knicks are seven to one. Not nearly enough for me to bite on that. But how big of an advantage is it going to be for the Sixers if they do wrap? I mean, since they did wrap this up so quickly, 
to have that extra rest time, and the Knicks and Hawks game is going to go to a couple more games. I think rest, it, it, it depends. You know, rest goes away. Uh, you know, rust goes away, I should say, yeah. in about the first five minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, even if it's a different sport. We saw it last night in Colorado uh, with, uh, with the Avalanche. <laughs> did Competitive the Golden game, Knights, And they were, uh, you know, they were off for a week. <laughs> so sometimes, you know, rest, it depends on how, how long a team is rested. I think teams also, there's something to be said about being in a rhythm mm-hmm. and having had a, a more competitive competitive series as well. So, you know the uh, the Sun. I mean uh, the Hawks playing. I don't want to even say they're playing with house money. They're they're just a better team. They're a deeper team uh, than than the Knicks are. Outside of Julius Randle, the, the Knicks need uh, need somebody else to contribute, particularly scoring wise. Uh, the Hawks have that advantage. So uh, it depends on how long the uh, the layoff is. I think that that'll uh, have uh, that'll tell the story. Just because this could be the end of the season for the Knicks, let's ask the question: Was this a successful season? For the Knicks, a hundred, the way they're leaving, a hundred percent, yes, absolutely. Vinny, uh, it, it, well, the win total was twenty-two and a half, yeah. right? I mean, I mean it, and they nearly in a shortened season, nearly double the twenty-two and a half. Uh, right. It's this is uh, an incredible job by the Knicks, and uh, mm-hmm. look, uh, they uh, they have a lot of questions uh, to figure out moving forward. And mm-hmm. in all honesty, this is not again. It's never good to lose in the playoffs, obviously, but getting there, getting this experience for guys like Barrett and Randall who have never played in the playoffs before, it's only going to help them down the road. And and, and like Vinny said, uh, even though the Knicks swept, and this mm-hmm. is, goes for the Brooklyn and Milwaukee series in every series down the road here, mm-hmm. the Knicks were swept by Atlanta, in a reg- or Atlanta was swept by the Knicks right. in the regular season. And those three games were all tight, and one of those games, Trey Young got hurt in and left when Atlanta was up by 10, and they blew the lead without them. So, right. uh, it just, again, it's kind of a little more difficult in the shortened year to go uh, and put those regular season games into your handicapping for playoff series this year. I think you're going to get a terrific effort out of the Knicks tomorrow. One 100%. One and a half. I think it'll go. I think it'll bet the Knicks tomorrow wow. uh, in this game. Mm-hmm. So, I think we're going to need the Hawks in, in, in game, uh, game four. But... Um, I'm sorry, game five. But the thing about it is a successful season, it's a, it's a, it's a step in the right direction. I wouldn't, right. You know, if you're going to get bounced and you're going to lose a playoffs, is, is it certainly uh, a team headed in the right direction? It's always better, too, for business uh, when, when there are playoff games in Madison Square Garden. 100%. And we've seen that over the years. So, uh, But, uh, yeah, I think now what do they do in the offseason in right. terms of free agent signings and the draft? That's, uh, that's uh, certainly something that we're going to watch very closely. I want to sneak in one more series price here because you're getting plus money on the Lakers with the series yeah. tied up at two to two with the Suns, who another team that pretty much outperformed a lot of expectations. Would you take any plus money on the Lakers right now? Plus fifty, plus sixty. <laughs> I mean, you see it, and it, and it's jumping out at you with bright lights. But yeah. if Anthony Davis, who's likely not going to play in Game Five, can't go at all the rest of this series. Chris Paul's only getting healthier and looked mm. a lot better in game four. Phoenix is a better team if Anthony Davis isn't there. So even though it's a great number, Danielle, I can't pull the trigger on it. But again, if you bet against LeBron James, you're only asking for problems. Though. Not a person I bet against. Dame Lillard, not another person I bet <laughs> against. The Trailblazers and Nuggets, that game, that series sort of a coin flip. But I mean, how do you, how do you bet against LeBron? It's how tough. often do you get plus money on him, really? We'll talk more about the NBA later on. In our next segment, we'll be talking NHL and that mess that was that BGK (laughs) Avalanche game right here on My Guys in the Desert.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Welcome back into the OddsTrader.com studio at the South Point Casino. Make sure you check out OddsTrader.com and download the free OddsTrader app right now so you can start winning with the up-to-the-second info you need. Danielle Avari back on My Guys in the Desert with Jeff Parles and Vinny Mayulo. Also coming up at the end of the hour, we'll have William Hill, Point Spread Weekly contributor. And at the top of the hour, we'll have Brady Cannon, one of our VEASAN hosts. You may have seen him on Long Shots, but first things first, let's talk about some NHL playoffs. VGK just absolutely obliterated by the mm. Avalanche in yesterday's game. Seven to one loss in game one of round two for them. Vinny, we're here in Vegas. I know you take a lot of money on the Golden Knights. So was that good for the book? Yeah, the Avs just scored again. Uh, just <laughs> in case for those that are uh, maybe they missed it. If you blink, uh, if you did uh, blink your eyes. Um, you know, it's interesting. That game yesterday opened. Uh, with uh, the uh, the Avalanche, dollar seventy got as high as eighty five, mm-hmm. and then we got mm-hmm. buyback on the, on the Golden Knight, which was was not a surprise. So overall, pretty good balance. I mean, that game seven uh, was uh, certainly went to the public. I mean, it was all, all uh, it was all Golden Knights in game seven there. But hangover or not, call it what you want. It was not uh, the goaltending uh, move last night by any means. Going mm-hmm. with Leonard, uh, the, the Avalanche are a good team. I said it going into the season that the Avalanche, in my opinion, were the team to beat in the West simply because uh, I think they've got – they're very complete. They've got as good a front line as you're going to see, probably second only – or them in Boston, I think you can make them a pick them with the perfection line uh, up up in Boston. Terrific on the blue line. Not to say the Knights are are not good, but – and the Knights' depth at goaltending. But – Came in uh, that uh, that series against Minnesota took quite a lot out of them. There's no question about it. Altitude, I'm not so sure about altitude. But when you watched last night's game, for the first five ten minutes, Avalanche that that was the rust part. Uh, but they they shook it off very quickly, uh, and it was a statement game. Now I look for the the Golden Knights to respond. Peter DeBoer will make some adjustments. You wonder psychologically. How the final score? You know, some folks will say whether it's one nothing or seven one. No, I disagree. Let me tell you, when it's a beatdown, in the back of your mind, it's how you respond. Do you respond, you know, by coming back and, and making the same? You got to wait and see what happens with Reeves. If Reeves is going to play, if Yanmark is going to be able to uh, to go because uh, because of uh, the injury that he sustained last night as well. So, uh, uh, the Avalanche came out to make a statement last night, and I think they're going to come out the same way tomorrow. Uh, I mean, on Wednesday night in Game Two. That was it was seven to one, Vinny. Yeah. And it very easily could have been fourteen to one. That's that's how one-sided. bad it was last night for mm-hmm. VGK. And I don't expect to see Reeves again, at least until the games are back here in Vegas, probably. probably. Not. Uh at least one game for him after again. It was it was a play that you, we've seen from him in the past, especially when he was in St. Louis. We mm-hmm. haven't seen as much of that just flagrant nonsense uh uh since he's been with the Knights, but Look, uh, when Colorado has been healthy this year, Danielle, they have been by far the best team in hockey. They were, when they struggled this year, is because they had health issues, they had a COVID outbreak. That was when they had their problems. When they were healthy, uh, they were significantly better than everyone else. They, again, about a quarter of the season, you wasted because of those injuries. You're still winning the President's Trophy. That's pretty darn impressive. And look, Vinny, uh, during the break, I, I asked yeah. you, uh, I, look, have you made it minus 500 on Colorado in this series price? I thought that was pretty fair. I was yeah. a little bit longer than you guys have. But look, uh, Colorado is significantly better, and the Knights have a really, really tough climb to get back into this series at all. Avalanche, you know, I see five at, uh, at DraftKings. Yeah. So it's 430, uh, again, because there's a bias here, too. 
uh, and you're never going to be at a loss for Knights money. And again, you don't want to overreact either. But uh, that said, uh, Avalanche, you know, this is a series, again, we talked in the previous segment about, you know, the regular season. These two teams split eight games during the regular season. They were a lot more, a lot closer. Let's remember this, that the, the Golden Knights had more wins than anybody uh, in, in the National Hockey They actually had more wins than, uh, than the Avalanche. The Avalanche won on a tiebreaker because they had more wins in regulation time. And they beat the Golden Knights here in the last week of the season mm-hmm. in a close game. No patch ready for the Knights. But they found a way, too. They had some injuries, uh, did the Avalanche. And they found a way to get a win at T-Mobile. And they, they won uh, the President's uh, Trophy. And they deserved to win it. And uh, they deserved to be the favorites last night. And uh, they're going to be uh, their favorite again uh, on Wednesday. They're $1.75 in Game 2. We have two games tonight. I'll sneak this one in really quick because it is a Game 7 for the Canadians and the Maple Leafs. I hate that. I wish it was Leaves. Uh, who do you like in this one tonight? <laughs> Look, if, if Toronto finds a way to blow this, this they've had plenty of collapses over the last 17 years, oh, Danielle. Yeah. This would be the worst one because the Canadians are not good, and it's your biggest rival where you're blowing a 3-1 lead against them. I think my, uh, the Toronto wins, but it's going to get dicey at times for them. Two-to-one favorites our, tonight. I know our hockey expert, Andy McNeil, is, is suffering as a Maple Leafs <laughs> fan. MLB coming up next on My Guys in the Desert. season is in full swing, so it's the perfect time to work on cashing tickets every day. Our VEASAN experts give you all the tools to make the most of every baseball bet, including live odds and analysis for every game on vcin.com slash MLB and our daily members-only best bet emails. Now is the time to start your free trial and take advantage of all the betting opportunities this baseball season at vcin.com slash subscribe. Back here on My Guys in the Desert, Daniel Avari with Vinny Maiulo and Jeff Parles. We have lots of MLB action in progress on this Memorial Day and a couple games that have already gone final this morning. Jeff, I know you were on a couple of these. Twins beat the Orioles three to one. The Rays beat the Yankees three to one. That's fun. Reds. Reds beat the Phillies 11 to one. The Brewers beat the Tigers three to two and the Cubs beat the Padres seven to two White Sox Indians in the top of the eighth, all tied up at five. Which games were you on this morning? So I had Tampa mm-hmm. against the, against the New York Yankees. The Rays just continue to own the Yankees. And again, the Yankees are, are in bad straights right now. They're not hitting at all. And it's not like Rich Hill is any good anymore. And the Yankees mustered a grand total of one run today at a, as we know, uh, the softball stadium there in the Bronx. First place raise. Yes. Wow. Uh, pretty at uh, 35 and 20 for Tampa now on the season. Just uh, an incredible run there on. And then the other one, which I got, I got destroyed. And I had, I had a first five under in Philly and Cincinnati. That one, that, that was one that was dead in the bottom of the second. Did you inning. just leave your ticket at the window? Well, that, I had it mobile. <laughs> Please so write just, this uh, ticket. I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but look, it's uh it, 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 on, a, on a Memorial Day holiday like this, uh, and Vinny, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that on a day like this, you see people come to the window and really bet baseball because it's early in the day. You get day baseball, and basically you're going for 12 straight hours with mm-hmm. these games. No, no doubt about it. It's a good point, Jeff. Uh, when you have holidays, uh, day baseball, 
and, and you know everything is on television now as well. It just it just adds to it. So there's straight bets here. There's parlays with baseball, all the day games. A couple go into this evening, and then whatever people do, uh, if they've had a successful day in baseball, they'll just push it all towards uh, tonight's action, and not only in baseball, but cross-sport parlays in, in, uh, in the NBA and the NHL, too. So it's great. I love day baseball because it just creates business uh, from the moment you open. I have a feeling that you'll be seeing a, uh, a, a lot of Dodger, 76er, Utah Jazz money line parlays. Today. Yeah, oh, I would yeah, imagine the, you'll see a lot of those. Oh, the Dodgers? You mean you mean the the, the team that gets gets bet every <laughs> single day? The team that's been favored in all but one of their games this year. Yeah, even though they uh, they had uh, what they lose three out of four this weekend, they lost mm-hmm. the last three to the uh, uh, to the Giants. But dollar uh, sixty five uh, and uh, and climbing for the Dodgers right now against the uh, the Cardinals tonight. When you look at a team like the Dodgers, do you look at betting more like a run line than a money line? Because the money line has been so insane usually. It's so inflated. So it, it it's tough. I, I, I probably I think I bet the Dodgers twice so far this year, Danielle. I really it's have not restraint. really really have not <laughs> bet that much. Well and also too, like when you get a team what, they've been they were an underdog once. Once once so Slight. far. Even yeah. even in even in those Padre games on the road at San Diego, and San Diego is mm-hmm. a legitimate World Series contender, the Dodgers were favored in all three of those games. The only game they were a dog, I believe, was a game in Milwaukee mm-hmm. earlier this year. It just, again. And it was a slight dog. Right. Like they were minus, I think they were, mi- they were minus plus, one. Plus a dime, yeah, plus 15 cents. Even. And tonight, like, Trevor Bauer is a stud. We know that. But mm-hmm. Jack Flaherty is a top five pitcher in the National League so far this year. And you're getting a chance to get him plus 170? You're just not going to see that very often. So, right. look, I, I, I'll channel my inner apple bomb here and go contrarian against the, <laughs> against the, everyone who will lay the wood with the Dodgers. But I kind of like the Cardinals at a price like that when the pitching matchup's pretty even. 65 to 85 now, and the total seven over. Mm-hmm. By the way, Flaherty eight and one. So wow. you're going to get uh, if, if there's value that you're interested in, it's on the uh, Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I love a good contrarian play myself. Love to play devil's advocate. What about the Angels and the Giants going on right now? Bottom of the fifth. The Giants are up right here. Are we seeing with this Angels teams just how badly they need Mike Trout back? Is that what we're seeing? I think it's a little more than him. <laughs> I think they, they, uh, our, our, our comrade here at the network, Josh Towers, every single time I do a show with him, there's always a little diatribe of how the Angels have totally screwed up this whole window with Trout, mm-hmm. where they refuse to put money into their pitching. And their bullpen, especially this year, has been disastrously bad. Uh, and look, I, of course, it hurts not to have Trout, but kind of replaced Trout with uh, with Otane, who is their best pitcher, who's, who's their best pitcher <laughs> and their best hitter right now. And it's just another one in the road where they'll have the AL MVP favorite on their roster and be under 500 for most of the season. And the, the Giants today, from 30, they closed 50, Oof. so a 20 cent move to the to the Giants here. Uh, and uh, the total in the game uh, closed at eight under. So, yeah. Vin, Vinny, are are, yeah. are you buying that the Giants are this legitimate threat at this point? Because if they win today, they're fourteen games over going to June. Well, you know, it would have. They surprised us during uh, the early part of the season, mm-hmm. no question about. It. Then the Dodgers went up there, right, and they swept, or they they took three out. Of that the was first, a sweep. That was they, a sweep they last weekend. Three, yep. Okay, mm-hmm. but now the Giants come into Dodger Stadium this weekend and take three out of four. And by the way, the last three in a row. So, no, I don't. I mean, I think the Giants are are, are proven to be. They're going to be a tough out. Now, is it still between the the Dodgers? And the Padres, I believe certainly uh, that that is the case. But the Giants, 13 games over 500. At this point, you know, like I said, go, you know, I said this after the first 
uh, a few weeks of the season, first month of the season. Last year we had 60 games for everybody, and it might take 60 games for us to really get the true identity of some teams this year. But the fact that the Giants are still around and being relevant after this weekend, now I know the, the Dodgers aren't 100%, uh, but look, the, the Giants are competing, and they're mm-hmm. making the division uh, uh, difficult uh, for for the uh, for the two front runners or the two favorites, right? The Dodgers and the Padres. So, I don't think uh, they're they're not showing signs of going away. And by the way, they get they get to play the Rockies and the Diamondbacks too, just like the Giants and the uh, I mean the Dodgers <laughs> and the Padres do. Another two teams on the West Coast that I can't really put my finger on going head to head right now: the A's and the Mariners. The Mariners up four to one. Live total there nine. Uh, athletics are plus two and a half at this point on the run line, plus five twenty-five on the money line. What's going on with both of these teams? Both also semi-overperforming what we were expecting to see from them. How are the Mariners, if they hold this lead today, how are they going to be <laughs> over 500 going to June? They, they legitimately had were hitting under 200 as a team right. as of uh, 10 days ago and right. have been no-hit twice. And Look, they're one of those teams that I think in the second half of the year will be a great fade because mm-hmm. they will fall off. This is not sustainable what they're doing right now. For Oakland... They were horrible to begin the year. Then they flip around and win 11 straight. Mm -hmm. They have a negative run differential right now, and they're seven games over 500 going into today. I don't think either of these teams are any good. I I think it's what it comes down to, and I think the Astros, who are beating Boston pretty handily right now uh, there in uh, Houston 4-0, I think the Astros are still the team to beat in that AL West, Daniel. Are they everyone's favorite team to hate right now? Easily. Yes. Yeah? Easily. More than, like, the Yankees? I still think so. Yeah. Hey, the fans they, the fans didn't have an opportunity to boo them last year because obviously we weren't allowed to be at the games. <sighs> what Yankees a missed opportunity it was. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't want to wear a garbage cam to a baseball game? I do. <laughs> we have more coming up on My Guys in the Desert. <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, 
the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into the OddsTrader.com studio at the South Point Casino. Make sure you check out OddsTrader.com. And remember, you can download the free OddsTrader app right now and start winning with the up-to-the-second info you need. We're back. My guys in the desert, Danielle Avari, Vinny Maiulo, and Jeff Parles. And now joining us, our Point Spread Weekly contributor, Will Hill. Will, welcome into the show. Danielle, what's going on? How's everyone doing? Well, good to see see you, buddy. So I have to start I by asking, I, I know you were on Lombardi line this morning, and I know that you were wearing a Lakers championship hat. Have you misplaced it? Should we read anything into that? Where, where's the hat? Yeah, it was a little bit of a burial ceremony. I'm just kind of conceding. I got all my sons bets in for the series for tomorrow. The line moved to, to minus 200. I got it at minus 115. I just, I, you know, I kind of went into the season thinking that, you know, it five-week offseason, it would be really hard for him. LeBron's really not 100%. Davis hasn't looked 100%. Um, just think it's going to be hard. Phoenix is really good, and I just think without a vintage LeBron performance where he turns back the clock and, and scores 38 points tomorrow night, it's going to be hard for them to uh, to win two out of these next three. So it, it's uh, it's going to be in the closet. But they are, the, they are the defending champions for at least a couple more days. In terms of Lakers' health, do you think that they're anywhere close to 100%? I mean, how bad is Anthony Davis hurt? No, I mean, they're going to rest him tomorrow. I think the the plan would be that they hope to get him back, uh, you know, for a game. I think it would be on Thursday for a game six and, you know, just get get, get to somehow steal a game tomorrow and, and get a healthy Davis back. Pope's actually a big loss, too. I mean, they're just they're so beat up. I, I think without without a healthy LeBron, it's going to be difficult for him. But, uh, you know, I, I think it's probably the best bet to just rest him. And it doesn't do anyone good to play Davis at 50 percent. Current Lakers series prices across the board. You're seeing plus money at different books. DraftKings has plus 148. Bet MGM mm-hmm. plus 135. Are you essentially saying you're you're kind of giving up hope on the Lakers here? 
I'd be really surprised if they won two out of the next three. I, I really would. They just haven't shot the ball well. I mean, I think they're three out of 22, something crazy with uncontested threes. They just haven't shot. They can't make a shot. I don't know what the game plan will be tomorrow <laughs> in terms of putting Gasol maybe at the five and just spread them out with shooters and put Matthews in. But, you know, Le- LeBron's at his best when he doesn't have, um, you know, Davis. You know, in past Cavs teams, his strength really is to give him space, give him shooters. It's been a different roster these last couple of years with Davis. They've gone with, with size and rim protection. Um, so it's kind of without Davis, they're just kind of caught in between where they don't have a lot of shooters. They don't have that second star. So, you know, I, again, I think Phoenix is really good and it's going to be hard for the Lakers to win two out of these next three. Well, let's uh, look at tonight. Uh, we'll go with the first game. Philly looks to sweep out the Wizards laying nine right now. Uh, Will, uh, how would you play this? Uh, we're still not certain if Westbrook's going to be able to go, but we do know Daniel Gafford is going to be starting uh, instead of Alex Len, uh, even though, uh, let's face it, that's not going to make any difference, Will. Well, in Little League, there's a 10-run mercy rule. If there was that in the NBA, we could use it for this series. <laughs> I, I think the Wizards had a two-point lead at halftime in game one, and since then, it's just been a bloodbath. I, I don't see why any reason why this game would be any different. I mean, I played Philly plus 450 to sweep, so I'm not going to go too crazy. I took a little on Philly, minus four for the first half. To me, they're made to order to stop Westbrook and Beal. They just have so many perimeter defenders. Nobody can stop Embiid. I, I remember before I watched Embiid play a game, he- hearing about his workout at the Combine, hearing that he was a mix of Dirk Nowitzki and Shaquille O'Neal. And it's kind of taken a few years to, to develop into that. But, man, he is just unstoppable when he is in the mood to play. And, uh, you know, I just I, I think if the Wizards were going to steal a game, you know, we see it with these teams down 2-0. They usually steal game three like the Celtics the other night. Down 3-0, I just think the Wizards are going to be thinking about their summer vacation. So I look for more of the same from the Sixers here. Well, the uh, the second game tonight uh, at uh, six thirty five Pacific, the Jazz and the Grizzlies. Have the Grizzlies won their game already? I mean, the Jazz here on the road, five and a half holding steady. I think some folks may be waiting for if they're if they're interested in the Grizzlies if uh, this game to get to six. Uh, uh, the total on this game, not surprisingly, up a couple of points to two twenty five and a half, two twenty six. But the uh, Jazz five and a half tonight in Memphis against the Grizzlies, game four. Yeah, I like Utah. I think you put it well. I think the Grizzlies got their game, and it's been impressive what they've done to, to come out of the double play and to beat San Antonio, to beat the Warriors on the road. Uh, you know, they've taken Utah. They've given Utah all they can handle, but I just think Utah has too many shooters. If you're Memphis, you know, you play Valanciunas, you play Morant, who's not a great defender. You play Jaron Jackson Jr. That's three guys who really can't guard the perimeter. Utah's going to have three, usually four good three-point shooters at all times, so I just think it's a bit of a mismatch. I don't think it bodes well for Utah that they've struggled this much with Memphis. I give Memphis credit, but to me, you can get Memphis. Uh, I'm sorry, Utah to win this series in five games, minus 120. That's a good play for me. I think Memphis has won their game, and uh, honestly, this series kind of bores me. I don't know, 945 at night on a Memorial Day Monday. I- I'm not sure what the ratings are going to be for this. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm going to watch it. To me, this is an... Uh, this is the one series that just kind of lacks interest for me. This is mm-hmm. kind of a boring series. Right. Let's see if we can find one that excites you. Then we also have action going on tomorrow. What <laughs> action have you uh, put in for tonight and for tomorrow's games as well? We have Celtics and Nets going on tomorrow, Trailblazers and Nuggets, and also Lakers and Suns. Yeah, I just think Blazers Nuggets is destined for seven. I kind of thought, you know, I, I picked the Nuggets uh, before the series. Uh, I'm not as confident now. They're really beat up in the backcourt. But to me, that's the perfect example of a zigzag series. You know, we've seen these teams trade punches. I think they'll continue to trade punches. I think Denver will probably get the game tomorrow. Portland will get game six. And then game seven will come down to the wire. These are pretty two evenly matched teams. So I like Denver tomorrow. And and I'm not opposed to an over either. I just think both of these defenses are having a hard time stopping the other one. So I look for Denver tomorrow and also on the over. 
Uh, will uh, Clippers win the two in Dallas? Uh, obviously, Luka compromised with that cervical strain. They're back in L.A. on Wednesday right now. Clippers laying seven in game five with a total of 217.5. The Clippers are now over a, a, about a minus 350 favorite to win that series. Do you think the Clippers have escaped the potential issue and will be able to win this series against Dallas? Yeah, it's funny how sports work. You know, you're up two games to none. You're up 30 to 11 in the first quarter. When you let a good fighter off the mat, usually you end up on the mat yourself. And, mm-hmm. man, you watch that game last night. It's amazing the Mavericks beat him once, never mind twice. Uh, Luca doesn't look 100%. Luca really needs a sidekick, too. I mean, the rest of that roster, Porzingis is not the answer. Uh, you know, something about him, he's just so tall. When he looks bad, he looks so slow and just, you know, he, he's not hitting shots. They just... The other thing is, too, they shot over 50% the first three games. You knew that couldn't continue. To me, the Clippers are live. You know, I, I saw they were 15-1 to 1 to win the whole thing on Friday. I didn't fire on it just because I think kind of a progressive parlay where you bet them series to series, game to game, is probably mm-hmm. a, a better value. But, man, they're, they're, they're live. I think they're live. I think they got a good shot to come out of the West. I, I think an interesting thing to look at going forward is whoever comes out of the West is going to be bloodied and battered because these West, I mean, these series are all 2-2, 2-1. Some of these teams in the East, I look at the Sixers, they're on c- cruise control. These teams in the West are just going to trade punches. So you could say it'll make them mentally tougher when, when the finals come around, or you could just say they're going to be physically and mentally exhausted. I could definitely see either way. But, uh, yeah, I think the Clippers are live. This West is interesting. I think if you ask 10 people, you know, who's going to come out of the West, you might get, eight, you know, 10 different answers. It's <laughs> Who would you favor right now? I don't know. The Suns, you could make a case for them. The Clippers, it, it, you know, Utah is the one seed. I don't see a lot of people picking Utah. I know Matty Humans picked them, which I kind of admire the, uh, you know, the contrarian view there. It's, it's really a fascinating conference. Well, about the uh, you, you mentioned uh, that Luka needs some help. Uh, Julius Randle needs some help as well, and the, the Knicks now – uh, come home, probably a last ditch effort for them. One and a half. I think uh, you may see. I think they'll get some support tomorrow. Your thoughts on this game here uh, in the Garden tomorrow night? Uh, the Knicks one and a half right now in two oh eight. Yeah, there was a wise philosopher who once said, "Your strengths get you into the playoffs. Your weaknesses get you eliminated." To me, to me, when you play the Knicks in the regular season, you know, you fly in on a Tuesday night in January, you play them, you fly out, you play somebody else. The scouting reports aren't as detailed. Uh, you know, your limitations, your flaws don't get as exposed as much. I just think they're really limited. I mean, look, you, you keep going back to it. They had a 22-season uh, win total coming into the year. Totally overachieved. A, a lot of that is effort and defense and coaching. Mm-hmm. To me, they're just totally outmanned. I mean, the Hawks have shooters all over the court. Just a lot more offensive firepower for the Hawks. Um, not crazy about playing against that crowd. I think that crowd has just been, I mean, really, their best player has been that crowd. Other than that, the Hawks just kind of mauled on these two games in Atlanta. So for me, probably a stay away. I, I have positions on the Hawks to win the series from before the series and after ga- after game two. It was one one Hawks like minus one sixty. So I might stay away tomorrow. I have a hard time seeing the Knicks win three straight though. This one's over. Mm-hmm. And in terms of series prices, is there anything that you would look at now, or are you just pretty content with your Hawks play? Anything that somebody might look at being about four games through most of these series? No, I think most of it, most of it has gone off the board. I mean, Clippers, I played, they were minus 110 yesterday. I suggested that a lot of these has shifted one way or the other. I'm curious. Well, let's get our money out of Vinny here. What would a net Sixers, because I have a Sixers 12 to one ticket to win the East that I'm extremely proud of. I've been telling everybody, neighbors, strangers, people at the grocery store. What would a net Sixers, now remember Sixers would have the the, uh, home court advantage. What would a net Sixers conference final price be? Ooh, hmm. the Nets would be favored. Uh, two dollars favored. Like I, I think two dollars is too high because if they, you know, obviously oh. they both get there and get through 
uh, much more challenging series, uh, Will. So I, I'd probably lean more towards maybe I think eighty would be even a little high. You might if, if it's eighty, it's probably a little as high as you're going to see. Again, it depends exactly. on how they come out of the next round too. Right, right. Is that the range too for Milwaukee? That's Milwaukee Nets. I, I don't know how you guys feel, but I'm so excited. I keep going back and forth. I want to pick the Bucks in that series, but then you watch the Nets and they and basically, you know, they don't even hit the rim on some of these shots. They're just such a, an embarrassment of riches on offense. What, what would you make that series price? Sixty. I, uh, we did it in the first segment. I, about sixty. I think we've heard okay. as low as forty and as high as two dollars. I kind of like it somewhere in the middle, about a dollar sixty. Two is high, I think. Let me ask you yeah. about this Mavs team, though. Plus 270 on the series. Any interest there, even after no. we saw from the Clippers? No. I, why? Tell now me that why. I think they just look shot. Just watching these games, it looked like they had their shot to knock them out. You know, it's so much dependent on Luka, but they're playing Luka a lot of minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, if you watch him, he's wincing every time he passes. He can't make a free throw, which is the weirdest thing. I mean, that's that's the kind of thing that gets in your head. Just look at Simmons. He's 0 for 9. And, you know, once you start missing him, you miss more. It's contagious. It's like the – well, not – you remember this, D- Danielle. UCLA, <laughs> Alabama in the second round, I think it was Bama just kept I missing free throw me. after free throw. Yes, you yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, so I think it just gets in your head. To me, this this Mavs team is shot. The Clippers kind of kind of looked the the monster in the face and just overcame it. I mean, to be down two nothing and down 30-11 to, to come out the other side, I think they're in great shape. Well, thanks so much to Will. Make sure you check him out in Point Spread Weekly. Thanks to Will for joining us right here in this hour. See you guys. Thanks, Will. Thanks, Will. Man, no love for the Mavs. No, he didn't. I, 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 I think I agree with him at this point too. He made that very clear. Yeah. All right, we have Brady Cannon and more coming up on Hour (laughs) 2 of My Guys in the Desert. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet three six five. Twenty one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 